Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Mayhem in China's semiconductor industry as chips madmen are arrested. Years of government spending on semiconductors seem to have only led to massively expensive failed projects and chief executives in jail. Written by Barry Van Wick. Published in SubChina. Read for you by Sarah Kudalakos. In mid-July, Zhao Weiguo, who had previously made a fortune in the real estate industry in Xinjiang, the former chairperson of Qinghua Yuna Group, Ziguang Jituan, once the largest supplier of mobile phone SIM card chips in China, was taken away by police from his home in Beijing and has been incommunicado since then. Qinghua Yuna Group, known as China's microchip aircraft carrier, has been publicly in trouble since July 2021 when it announced that it could not repay some of its large debts. During his 13 years in charge, from 2009 to July 2022, Zhao built Qinghua Unigroup into a giant microchip enterprise by means of mergers and acquisitions, increasing the company's assets from 1.3 billion yuan, $192.73 million, to a peak of 297.8 billion yuan, $44.15 billion US dollars, in 2019, becoming China's largest integrated microchip company. From 2013 to 2019, Tsinghua Unigroup spent vast sums of money to acquire more than 20 companies, giving Zhao Weiguo the reputation of chip madman in the industry. But this aggressive expansion was also in line with government policies to minimize China's dependence on imported chips. However, the rapid expansion was made possible by massive borrowing, and Tsinghua Unigroup finally declared itself bankrupt in July 2021 when a reorganization of the company commenced. Tsinghua Unigroup's reorganization was completed a few days before Zhao was arrested, and his arrest may have been related to his very public dissatisfaction with the reorganization, which he believed vastly undervalued the company. Zhao made public statements to the effect that officials involved with the reorganization of Tsinghua Unigroup had embezzled state-owned assets. Several Arrests at the National Chip Fund Many of Tsinghua Unigroup's mergers and acquisitions were supported by the National Integrated Circuit Industry Investment Fund, known as the National Chip Fund, which has seen several of its officials join the recent series of microchip arrests. The 100 billion yuan, $14.82 billion, National Chip Fund was established in 2014, with Tsinghua Unigroup as one of the main beneficiaries. From 2018 to 2021, the fund invested more than 54.5 billion yuan, $8.07 billion, in the company. Already in November last year, Gao Songtao, the former vice president of Sino IC Capital, Huaxin Tozi Guanli, a subsidiary of China Development Bank, Guajia Kaifa Yinghang, which managed the National Chip Fund, was arrested. 
A new series of arrests kicked off on July 17th this year when an investigation was announced into Lu Jun, the former president of Sinoisi Capital. No official explanation has been provided for the arrests of Gao and Lu, but as both held leading positions in the National Chip Fund, the media has speculated about their links with Zhao Weiguo and Tsinghua Yuna Group. On July 28th, there was another high-profile arrest related to the chip fund when the fund's former president, Ding Wenwu, was detained by police. During his tenure, Ding once remarked in a speech that the situation in the microchip industry is so good that anyone not making money is a fool. Then on Friday last week, Wang Wenzhong, a partner of the National Chip Fund based in Shenzhen, was also arrested. The Context The context of the fall of the microchip madmen is a period of breakneck expansion in China's microchip industry and a global shortage of microchips that has made this industry a geopolitical battleground. In 2014, around the time when the National Chip Fund was launched, the State Council issued a Chip Industry Promotion Plan, dubbed by the media as the Microchip Great Leap Forward, along with a total planned investment of 9.5 trillion yuan, $1.4 trillion in microchip research and development over five years. A headlong stampede of companies into the microchip industry followed. According to a survey by state media over the period of January 1st to October 27th, 2020, no fewer than 58,000 microchip companies were established in China, equivalent to about 200 new companies every day, some even without any microchip experience or technology. Large-scale microchip projects were launched at a cost of billions of yuan, but many of these projects were never completed. From 2019 to 2020, for example, seven large semiconductor silicon wafer manufacturing companies were launched, but these companies never got off the ground and did not produce a single wafer. A typical example was the Hongxin Semiconductor Industrial Park that was launched in Wuhan, Hubei province, in 2018. In 2020, it was announced that the project was on the brink of collapse due to a lack of funding. And in 2021, after an investment of 128 billion yuan, $18.97 billion, the site was derelict. The National Chip Fund operated at the center of these shady dealings. According to one insider source, in the early years of the fund's large microchip investments, the construction cost of a microchip factory amounted to no more than 200 million yuan. $29.65 million. But later, this amount had ballooned to nearly 2 billion yuan, $296.5 million, with little indication as to where the vast sums ended up. The Takeaway China's microchip great leap forward to increase China's self-sufficiency of this vital component took on a parallel of the original great leap forward, with a mad rush ending in an uncoordinated failure. The question now is how much of a setback the years of chaos have been for an industry that the government sees as a top priority.